Welcome to the upstreamlife.com. I'm your founder and editor Vishal Krishna. I have a very old friend with me. He's been uh, the champion of the blockchain industry for a while. Ragu, welcome. Very kind words, but we've known I, each I, other I, for a very long time. That's true, but champion of the blockchain ecosystem. Is so you guys have something <laughs> nice going on now. It's called Builder Stripe. Yes, it What's is. it all about? It's a um, alternative to a traditional incubator and accelerator for Web3 companies. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a marketplace that provides specific help to founders. We're gated by reputation on both sides. Okay. People who can help get better startups and people who okay. showcase very uh, high levels of seriousness get better help. Okay, incubators. What do you do? What do you do? Incubation center or is it an accelerator? Nothing. What it's do you do? It's a digital product okay. uh, which is designed like a Amazon for startups if you may. So what you it's know. a marketplace for help or what? Yeah, it's a marketplace for help. How so if I want to find mentorship, I've got a tribe that I can choose from. Mm -hmm. If I want credits for tools that I use, I have a listing for them. If I want to reach out to investors, there are about 400 of them that I can request to connect with. Uh, and uh, you know, if I want to partner with various organizations, there's a large list of them as available as well. The magic happens in the gating so that relevance is maintained. Mm -hmm. And also, um, startups are gated by how serious they are about what they're building. And investors and this tribe is gated by how helpful they are. So you connect founders. the two? Yes, the platform connects the two. Yes. Okay, M most interesting thing in this is um, about six years ago, there were not many blockchain companies in India. Everybody is in the trading side of it, but now the technology seems to have taken precedence. You want to talk about why and why do you want to help the technology community? Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, Bitcoin and crypto was the uh, engineer's revolt against traditional finance. Uh, so at the core of it, it is actually an engineering movement which is held together by a shoestring of engineers. At least at that time it was. Yes. Today at the event, it's very, it's very different. Um, what was shocking at the time was, you know, there were more speculators, more people talking about Web3 than actually building in the space. And uh, I had a background in developer evangelism and developer relations, and I'd built builder communities before. I just felt at home in the space and uh, applied my trade here. And that grew into Lumos, and then Lumos spun out into Builders Tribe. It's been good so far. So, how so, does Lumos and uh you know, Builders Tribe work together? I look at the Builder Stack as two segments. One segment is a, uh, is a hobbyist, a developer, uh, who wants to do something for fun, tending to wants to work for a company with the skills that they've acquired in Web3. The founder is somebody who has the skills to build a Web3 network, uh, but wants to build something long-term and uh, tending to perhaps building a network that sustains itself on its own. I mean, get this, right? Uh, if you look at Bitcoin, it's a payments company, it's Visa with zero employees, yes. right? Uh, and extremely more, uh, extremely much more efficient. I've seen hacks where Bitcoin gets transferred from one part of the world to another instantaneously at four cents. Mm -hmm. And the amount that was transferred was $40 million. Wow. No bank can do that today. Can't. So objectively, uh, there are some things that a network is much better at doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, that to me is uh, a new wave of company building. It's a new way of thinking that no employees, things happen autonomously. Mm. Let's build a network that sustains itself because incentives are aligned and a common purpose is you know, adhered to by every participant. Well, that's there. the root of everything, right? We talked about the early centralization movement was mainframes and data, right? And then, you know, this internet revolution happened where it was information was being shared, but still centralized. Then we had the cloud movement, but then again it is still centralized. But now decentralization is 
is beginning now. I could see the age group at the event, hardly 20, 21, the attendees. And I'm sure they'd build for a real decentralized world, like you mentioned, where the trust is ensured. Maybe I'm a little the, older. <laughs> we're all getting old, <laughs> but we will see that change. I, I have a nuance to you on Go on. Uh, you know, we actually were uh, at the privilege of get doing a round table with Vitalik, Vitalik Buterin, when he came to Bangalore, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, the good folks at People Plus AI had hosted him. It's a offshoot okay. of the UIDAI. Um, there's some interesting things going on mm -hmm. there, which you should definitely check out. But no, um, um, Vitalik, the father of Ethereum, the, the, the guy who set and all of this in motion, uh, looks at decentralization in a spectrum. Not everything needs to be decentralized. And you can almost draw an inverse graph where the lesser the consequence of an action, the less decentralized it needs to be. So a like button, a share button, a social media post to some extent does not need to be decentralized. But where the concentration of power is extremely high, that is where decentralization tech brings in efficiency, transparency and a sense of trustlessness. Mm -hmm. So. To answer your question, all of us start as decentralization maximalists and you very quickly realize to make something work, you can't be completely decentralized. There are some parts of the system that need to be decentralized for better efficiency grain. So maybe I'm probably on the other side of 30 that's yeah. probably looking at this space with a little more pragmatism. I think that's how the evolution will happen also. Yeah. You'll see all these large centralized players adopting to decentralization slowly. And the mo the movement's already happened. Yeah. It's just that I, I feel that they haven't figured out the throughput in this. I don't know at what scale they have to do it. How should they do it? For example, uh, earlier earlier on, the guests were saying that some of the uh, distinguished guests, like the Jedi Swap founder, yeah. Rohit was saying that if somebody has to do a farm to fork kind of supply chain that has transparency, immutability across the chain, and it's an engineering problem to solve, it has multiple players. You have to think through that solution differently, right? And then, but he said you can today with decentralization, you can have a trust layer outside from outside coming in. But these centralized players should be open to having outsiders coming in and verifying. Things. That's true. That will probably take a generation or so. Yes and no. So, for example, no amount of throughput can meet the demands of a full scale, full blown internet today, mm. right? Uh, on the one hand, you have uh, the likes of Mo, uh, yes. Mo Sheikh from Aptos saying web two companies are coming to him and asking him can you give me a million tps mm -hmm. uh, that's unfathomable right there is uh, sandeep who said that there you have to have infinite tps mm -hmm. have you ever seen aws talk about its throughput no they they, they don't, don't <laughs> right because they don't have to they they, yeah. they are infinitely scalable yes. that's what blockchains need to be if mm -hmm. they are to power infrastructure for tomorrow uh, so you're absolutely right in the sense that no amount of scaling, whether even that's a million transactions a second is going to be enough mm -hmm. for the creation of this new internet. And I think that was very telling in one of the talks yes. that I did with Sandeep, where he was extremely clear about the fact that we are nowhere close to Not where yet. we need to be Not yet. Yeah, to imagine a decentralized internet to start mm -hmm. with. But that will happen at some point, don't you think? With so many, de but, but I've seen decentralized apps. But you're saying that, you know, the TPS is the problem at this point of time, that can change. Among other things. Hmm? Among other things. Security? Use case specific, TPS to some extent hmm. has been solved. Hmm. Um, I would say it's the user experience, hmm. right? Like hmm. to own your own assets, make your own decisions, 
sign every transaction within a hmm. uh, like a using a dapp will give you a real appreciation of how hmm. easy it is to use a traditional product yes right uh, that's a big barrier to overcome i'm sure there are regulatory challenges in some countries but you know the job of the builder is to build and the job of the tinkerer is to use it as it, as easily as okay, possible i'll give you an analogy and you'll appreciate it ever, mm. ever since i've started up there's so many sig- signatures that i have to make on so many documents most of them tax you know quarterly filings this that what really happens is you really don't know what you're signing sometimes you just you have a digital signature yeah. and you're putting it yeah. out there you want somebody to say that this is this is okay <laughs> that never happens man as a founder yeah, yeah. it's a, always an afterthought because a ca then comes back and says there is a problem <laughs> you get what i'm it's saying true. i it's signed true. an agreement with somebody which almost got me into trouble being with, a, with a larger company yeah. and uh, and which is where decentralization could have really helped i feel it would have compounded the problems Do you think because so? you your ca would still be able to give you a uh, way out uh, once you point, once okay. you make an immutable signature it's done It's oh you're saying I'll be stuck. It's done. I I'll give you a great example, great. right? I mean you're like being an antithesis on it. Why? Well, it's good. At least you're being fair. I, I you're fairly you open. Yes, please. I think you yeah. have to be balanced. Let me give you an example. Yes, please. Everyone says smart contracts makes things more efficient. Mm. I buy a autonomous car. Mm. I I'm on an EMI plan mm. which uh, goes through a smart contract. Yeah. And the cars st- are complex. Yeah. Yes, you're right. right. So now I don't make the EMI payment mm. on time. and uh, the smart contracts ensures that the car doesn't work and you, you might be driving uh, and it suddenly stops and i have a pregnant wife uh huh that you, is you get it there is yeah. co- there are conundrums here that we need to figure out before we get there is the technology powerful yes but we need to be real with ourselves mm. about what's possible today mm. and i think uh, this uh, set of people who spoke here i love them to bits because they are pragmatists too they are open to criticism they're not being mercenary about it mm. they're not selling you complexity which our industry is notorious for they will sell you complexity uh and you it's your fault for not knowing right which is not how this space gets reaches adoption right so you're basically saying that the industry today has been thrown in a lot more technology than you use cases that can be appreciated it hurts me to yeah? say that it hurts me to say that mm. but the use cases that are there are immensely powerful mm. for example the covid relief that mm. sandeep did raising a billion dollars in a couple of days yeah. would not have happened with traditional finance yes. that money going into vaccine research and, and, and reaching people also. and traced also you know exactly where the money came from right and that money going into vaccine research yeah. uh, in india in the speed at which it happened yeah it's insane right But then, what is the confusion all about? That not everything needs to be decentralized. That's it. That's it. Mm. Right? You will. You become a like you said. You're not. I mean, if I'd met, if we'd done the same interview seven years ago, I may have it, said the same thing. You. I just didn't have the words to say you, it at that time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> It's perhaps you've seen everything in the ecosystem now. Yes. Right, and that tells you to be a realist now. Yes. But there is a future here. If that COVID use case is anything, one hundred percent. Yes. For example, uh, DeFi. Mm. For example, right, being able to. borrow and lend uh for yield is a process that required a bank 100000 licenses these mm. many mm. employees regulations operate within a jurisdiction mm. to make that permissionless borderless that means that you can give financial products to someone who is unbanked mm. 
that is a serious is leg good. up yes. on what what yeah. exists. I mean, right? I mean, this is financial inclusion at scale. Right. We talk so this about, needs yes. to be decentralized because yeah. the powers that be, yeah. the centralized powers, yeah. have hindered the access of these useful products to everyone in the world. Yeah. Right? It makes the world equitable. Yeah. Needs to be decentralized. Makes sense. Do we need another animal pictured hmm. PFP yeah. to be the next big thing that the entire... Ex I, I'm glad you said this. You are saying for all the decentralized fans out there, don't sell the technology, sell the use case. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And they would do it if the use case is <laughs> apparent to sell. So you're saying you a know, lot of ideas will come and go. I'm not very popular in my industry as you can tell right now. It's fine, you're I will practical. Not, I will not buy into every hype no, that which, which yeah. this realism is required. For, for whatever reason, I saw a lot of Ponzi schemes, which, yeah. which didn't help in between, right? And the technology was being forgotten and people were talking more about the investment products. It's, it's really strange, isn't it? What happened last five, six years? No, I think it's normal. Do you think it's normal it's for any, normal any new technology to go no. through a curve, through an investment curve where everybody went after the investment cycle more than the realism the that case? you just spoke about? No, I think it's the function of a free market. Right. Yeah, I have not. I've, you it's know, true. It, I'll agree with you on history because the great, the great crisis uh, of the financial crisis of 1929-30 was on the. Yeah. Uh, it was a run on the market, right? On the real estate market yeah. started there. 2008, it was about you know housing. these housing. It's similar, and yeah. the tulip boom is yeah. also similar. Exactly. But it sets the motion for how things should be regulated, yeah. but not centralized. I mean, centralization uh, make sure that these ideas don't take off. That pains me. You know the use case. Yeah. For example, let's talk about your, one of your guests here, Jedi Swap again. Mm -hmm. Had this great, has this great idea that you have a problem, you have people come in and solve it. You know, with transparency, and they're brought in, clued into solving the problem that mm -hmm. you have. Mm -hmm. And he has zero employees, yeah. which is great. It's right? Awesome, right? It's awesome. Yeah. So again, going there, certain use cases can be solved there. Yeah. It's it's it, it can help the gig economy in many ways. We were yeah. talking about the problem of unemployment. Yeah. It can solve this can, it. Yeah. And it, it really. You know, there's a kid called Datta Raj, you should meet him. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to him. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> Great shout out to <laughs> I don't know who he is, so you tell me who he is. 17 year old kid uh -huh. from Hubli, uh -huh. uh, contributes to the uh, to a lot of projects as, you know, core uh, infrastructure. Okay. Like, we don't even know where all of this stuff uh, is coming from. There's so many faceless developers that actually make a good living out of just contributing to these projects. Okay. And, you know, it's made it worth their while and I love the idea of high quality work from anywhere that you're at, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. Axie Infinity, not a fan, right? Like uh, where, um, <laughs> hey, Philippines, low income area, $500 a week is a great thing. Everyone sit and play this game. So long as the market lasted, it was great yes. for them. What happened after? Yeah, right? terrible. It, that same is not high same, quality. Same thing, wherever they manufactured yeah. shoes. Exactly. You know? It's not high quality work. This is. And Vitalik said that beautifully when he was asked that, so you're automating everything, are you the destroyer of jobs? Uh, he says, no, I'm the destroyer of shitty jobs and uh, creator of cooler ones, which I think is worth thinking about for it us is, as, a, it, it as is, a population. It is, no? it is, because I've been trying to write, I mean, I've been trying to solve this from 2005, six when I wrote saying, you know, only about 8% uh, of the engineers are employable. Oh, Lord. You know, educated. Oh, I remember these. I remember those days. <laughs> educated but unemployable yeah, was the yeah. was the headline, right? Yeah, and yeah. it made me quite unpopular. Where universities really did didn't not want like to you. Talk, oh, talk to me because many years ago. So, yeah. I think that can be solved. Like you said, the shittier jobs go away. The cooler jobs, cooler jobs come, come, come your way. And and again, decentralization is a great use case. You can at least kill yourself there. Yes. Right. That's Which is where important. I think India will do a great job. Mm -hmm. 
are just the interest. So usually in these conferences, you will find that the stall areas and the networking areas are full and the halls are empty. Mm -hmm. The halls are three-fourth full mm -hmm. and so are the stall areas yes. are always full, which is quite nice to see. It's just there are people with actual questions and interest in the <laughs> topics that are being shared here. Which, okay. uh, you should give me the mood because I've been here doing interviews. Right. What's the mood of the younger lot there? What kind of questions are they asking? Tell me, I hope it's beyond finance, beyond investing. It is. It okay. is. There are three things that people have come here for. One is to meet their heroes. Right? These are people that you don't get to see on a daily basis. Although we had two of the two of those greats come in virtually, everyone else was here. Uh, visa issues, mm. so they couldn't make it. But uh, that's number one reason why everybody came. I did a dipstick survey okay. at okay. the thing. The second reason why people came in here for was for jobs. And if you if you go out here, there are eight companies hiring in a room, and a serpentine line starting from the entrance of that room right up to the entrance of the hall. I saw that. Do you yeah. know why I know it's about jobs? You were right. Because the guy came up to me and said, uh, are you hiring? <laughs> because you're very <laughs> <laughs> I said, Okay, and I actually invited him to my office. That's so you true. Should, you should hire. I did. I did. I said, I know a lot of engineering companies come yeah. down and talk yeah. to me. That was uh, funny. That's fun, right? That's funny. So, so that's the second thing that people have come for. The third thing is this monumental $100,000 being given away at a demo day. Uh, our product allows for a lot of diligence that mm -hmm. a VC can exercise on on a startup even right. before they present. So which is what which you mean you validated them or something. Yeah the community yeah. validates yes. them. So they so these startups that are pitching here, <coughs> big VCs have spoken to them and told accrued ascribed reputation to them. <laughs> Users have spoken to them and said that yes I like their product. Mm. Uh, partners have said it was great working with them. And so by the time it lands on someone who's making an in investing decision, they're like, yeah okay this checks out. Right? And and that's why they are confident enough to give away money at this place. You know how do you build a community? Seven years consistently, uh, I mean, a lot of highs, lows. Now we've been traveling across the world. I mean, what keeps you alive in this? I mean, me. I mean, yeah, what keeps you alive in the? I don't know saying? anything else to do. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything else. That's a good answer. Yeah. But you must be something must be driving you. Okay, uh, I I get pretty emotional about mm. this. But uh, my father is a very senior Air Force officer. Mm. He's still serving. Mm. And uh, I wanted to join the Air Force mm. when I was in the second year of my engineering. And he said, why do you want to join the Air Force? And he said, because uh, I want to serve the country. <laughs> you said that? Yeah. But I truly meant yeah, that. Uh -huh. you know, I used to be extremely uh -huh. proud of... I, I mean, youth I mean, youth in its ways, right? We always yeah. want to do something of that sort. The yes. glory was yes. awesome. The glory is everything <laughs> when you're young. So then he said, um, he said, if you really want to serve the country, give somebody a job and you would have served it more than I have. And Very deep word. That stuck with me, you know. <laughs> I know it sounds cliche, uh, uh, but it stuck with me. Was he angry taking orders? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that time, he was a chief engineering officer of a base. So I don't think he was taking many right? orders at Absolutely. that time. Then, right? But why did he say that? I'm just curious. I think what so, what so impact then, did it have on you? So then he explained that the country has a demographic bulge, right? Mm. And he says that most of the problems that I face as, a, as in the defense is because of unemployed youth, right? youth that does not have purpose gets drafted into activities that are against the nation if these people and then he showed That's me the said. the emo, uh, he showed me the truth serum video of ajmal kasab before he was executed yeah. and he said achhe khate peete family se aate to ye sab kyu karte 
Right. And that those sort of things stay with you. And for us, I think maybe... It is the depravity and the poverty yeah. of the situation, right? It is true. And there's nothing greater than job creation and wealth creation in a country like mine. Yeah. I'm doing my bit. I, I think India has done so well on the technology mm. side and the way we are presenting ourselves globally. This is phenomenal to create that global community with, yeah. uh, with India. Yeah. You know? I like that uh, idea that my skin color is not judged. Yeah. when I'm in this community. Yeah, absolutely. When you're judged only by the lines of code. Yeah, and you're judged by what you've built. Yes. Right? That That's nice. I like that about this space. It wasn't like this when we, when, when we started all of those years ago. We were called, we were perceived as pretty scammy. Some of, some of you scammy, some of you too brainy. Yeah, yeah. like know? we are not cool. Now, yeah. now we are. <laughs> now it's, we are to some extent. There's a lot of, yeah. uh, I mean, PR on this and community on this, which is a good thing. Where to for Builder Stripe from your view? Uh, I want to build this marketplace to a point where it runs itself and is alive well after I'm gone, right? That's the point of networks. Networks are immortal, mm. right? You can't shut down Bitcoin because you arrested their CEO or confiscated their this one or you shut down their internet. Even if you shut down internet, there are innovations that beams Bitcoin transactions through satellite from one wallet to another. It's rid it's ridiculous. It's unstoppable, immutable networks which will live forever. Do you see these two forces colliding at some point of which time? One? The old central bank networks and the this this very this very financial ecosystem that you talk about now? It's likely. It's bound to happen. Or do you see the old foggies ado adopting to this new technology anyway and then you know it, it's equally likely and legitimizing <laughs> the whole thing that they did it first just like how what happened with the IPL uh, have for you, example have you seen uh, have ICL you seen? to IPL kind of thing have you seen Larry Fink uh, no, come not, on uh, on news uh, he's the CEO of BlackRock who says that Bitcoin is the future this yeah. is a that hedge I've fund this news I've read this is a hedge fund that controls 10 trillion dollars or 20 trillion dollars of value and he said, what, what use is it for him to talk about a less than a trillion dollar market? Guess here, what, in right? 2017, I was in Las Vegas for a public cloud conference hmm. and Starbucks was actually giving coffee oh, based on Bitcoin yeah, at that point yeah, in time yeah. uh, or some form of crypto. Yeah. If they can do it, I'm sure it could be the future, but everybody's caught up in this investing mentality. Yeah. That's it. The reason I brought up the example yes. of BlackRock is that it's, yes, I think the older generation, the people who built the systems that run the world are smart. They didn't yeah, get yeah. there without not, yes. without any of this. And I think they will, they, there will be some level of adoption. I think BlackRock has filed for so many ETFs mm. uh, for crypto, uh, for Bitcoin and, mm. and ETH. So it is something that is seeing adoption at that level. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for all you know, it may just integrate more than yeah, collect. And be legitimized. Yeah. Okay, my last question to you is, so much happening. What should the younger person focus on? E be part of ecosystems where they can learn about the technology, experiment it, experiment with it. Like, you know, in 2010, mm. when smartphones happened, we, we as journalists, they go experiment by building an app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You, oh, you no, built an app? No, I didn't. But <laughs> journalists would ask <laughs> yeah, others. Yeah. You know, we were just the messengers, right? right. We'd tell you, yeah. there are so many of these IT services, small IT services, shops that would build you mobile phones. They got rich also yes. by building for America, right? Yes. And some of them got funded. Yes. So would you suggest that go build, learn, collaborate? Is that is that a good way? Learn from good ecosystems. There's enough information out there. Six years ago, I would have told you everybody should start up. Mm. Now I realize that starting up is a privilege. Yes. Right? You need to be in a particular place in your life or have had experiences that drive you to keep yeah, doing that. Which is how why I started up exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, it's yeah. hard man. So, I'm, every day. I, I'm not going to do that. I just think that if you're looking for meaningful work, there is 
plenty of spaces in web3 that will give you that mm. uh, and uh, you don't have to be you know uh, just looking for the same avenues for jobs i i you know this line is heartbreaking and exuberant uh, exhilarating at the same time right there is one girl that comes up and says um i don't have a resume uh, you know will they will they talk will they talk to me and i said uh, can you demonstrate that you know what you can do mm. she's like yeah, yeah i i know i've done this i've done this like that's great go ahead and say that i think that it's this is the, this is uh, this is the only industry that will take you for what you can do versus where you've been you know i agree with you there because there's so many engineers out there who can actually if they respect their engineering they can go build this one, exactly right? exactly and 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 that's that's and and the other thing, the exhilarating bits are uh, where you know i'm like yo what are you what are you applying for i'm, like, I'm a back end engineer is like oh what have you built as like i've got these projects have a look at it this i did at this yeah. hackathon this i built in my side project is like a guy that came it? and told me i've done react projects python projects it's awesome there, right it's awesome you yeah. remember the last time there when we you and i were probably looking for jobs we would go with a resume, resume. and without right? resume they throw you out yeah, exactly yeah. how and, cool and, is this and they would just throw you out they yeah. say you're not done yeah. or you've not written a proper resume yeah. this is work done and available which yeah. you can share and get employed immediately exactly i built that yeah. now what more proof do you want yeah man right? i mean what a beautiful world we're living in uh, ragu yeah. uh Those are great fi- final thoughts. But what are you reading? Do you get time to read? You're traveling the world I, now. I read a lot. What uh, are you reading currently? Uh, fiction. Uh, I think we were talking about this in the morning as well. There's this graphic novel called uh, uh, Kabul, Kabul Disco. Yeah, Kabul, Kabul Disco. Disco. That's a, something I won't miss. It sounds yeah. like a David Bowie song. Also, <laughs> but Kabul Disco is an amazing, <laughs> it's, it's, amazing title. Yeah, it's got the same sort of uh, vibe to it as well. It does. Like a David Bowie song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's fun. Uh, again, revisiting a lot of the foundational stuff. Uh-huh. um i read a lot of startup pitch decks <laughs> you know you know like them? yeah there are 1500 startups on my platform every week i've got about 20 new pitch they, decks to read they they write you for connections no they build a profile and all the data is there so i read it <laughs> and what do you think what's the best pitch deck that you read the best pitch deck was uh, no pitch deck <laughs> they were like here's my product go check it out and if you request a call on this place i will talk to you so it was a video communication call in fact uh, these guys are actually that doing was like a board this was a conference they are That's doing really another bold, conference man. right now uh, huddle huddle, huddle 01 i have not seen the huddle pitch deck till date i have only seen the product and what it can do he pitched his product inside his product That's and I, i felt like that was that will always remember stay as the greatest pitch that i've seen No, that's amazing. Great to know, Raghu, and uh, wish uh, Builders Tribe all the best. Thank and, you. And build for Web3, a major success for you. Uh, is it growing I, as a I community? Think, I think it's it's had problems, but the good kind of problems. It's too many people. <laughs> yeah, it's good. No, it's yeah, good to have yeah. too many people. That's yeah. always good for a problem. Yeah. And that means more word of mouth out there for people to attend next year. Yeah. And Raghu, all the best to you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Yeah.